This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Hi, it's Raj and Pablo. Are you ready for another Bollytastic download from the number one Bollywood show on the BBC? On this week's download, we hear from three actresses, Sarah Jane Dias, Anushka Manchandra and Sandhya Murdal, all about the movie Angry Indian Goddesses. And the wonderful Salil Acharya with all the latest gossip, including what's really going on with Ranbir and Katrina. Now it's getting critical acclaim in India. Angry Indian Goddesses stars Sarah Jane Dias, Anushka Manchandra and Sandhya Murdal. This is what they had to say about the movie. Now, we've been fans of Sandhya Mridul for a while. We first saw her in Satya, loved her in page three, Sochanatha, the great Indian butterfly, Hamtumar Ghost, Ragini MMS2, and now she's one of the stars of Angry Indian Goddesses, and Sandhya joins us live. Sandhya, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show on the BBC Asia Network. How are you, darling? I'm great. Thank you, guys. Thank you for interviewing me. Um, so let's talk a bit about um, angry Indian goddesses. Um, it's um, causing a storm in India. Everyone's saying it's kind of this movie that's empowering women. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's an extremely important film at this time. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is that we thought it was going to be, going to be important in India, but we traveled with it internationally and it seems like it's an important film. Uh, cutting across uh, societies and nations worldwide because we won awards in you know Toronto and Rome and you know and they've been People's Choice Awards so yeah we're really really excited and yes it is an extremely imperative film at this point and at least India is on the threshold of change. You know? So how how were you approached for this movie? I'm sorry. Uh, who approached you for this movie? Were you did you read the script well, first? I was- yeah, I was approached by Dilip Shankar, who is the casting director. Uh, he's also the associate director. He's also the co-script writer. He's also an amazing man who emanates light and was our acting coach. Uh-huh. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I met him at a party when he was in India. Uh, uh, he had brought Kristen Scott Thomas down. And I was talking to him at the party and I was just saying that, you know, there aren't any important parts of women in this country and what's going to happen to actors like me who want to do diverse roles and, you know, as a woman, there's nothing for me to do. And, you know, I was sort of ranting like an angry goddess. <laughs> a couple of years later, he calls me and he says, remember what you were talking about? Come, Pan Nullin is here and I'm sure you've heard of him. Come meet him. We're planning to do something just with women and for women. So, of course, I ran, I met them and I instantly fell in love with what they were wanting to do and the fact that they wanted to give a voice uh, the support of women, the voice of the women, you know, worldwide. And I said, that's great. I, I want that platform. I'm going to do this. And uh, Sandhya, just tell us a bit about your character in the movie. So my character is that Sudanjana. She's actually a, a very successful businesswoman. She's got her own businesses. She's got a high-powered job. She's constantly busy. But she's that typical woman who's torn with that work-life balance because invariably the, the onus of running the house and handling the child and, you know, the husband and all of that is up to a woman. And this is just that woman who's finding it so hard to make that balance. And though she's so successful professionally, she feels she's personally failed as a mother, as a wife. And she's trying to balance it. And it's extremely frustrating for her that she's unable to, you know, and she's sort of losing uh, personally. So it's that battle, um, you know, that she's going through and she's grinning with that stress and how she takes this holiday with the seven girls and, you know, finally feels the breeze and, you know, can breathe some and feel sort of, sort of liberated in the process. So did you identify with this character? Is it much like yourself? Actually, it's not, you know, but I had many live references. I'm neither a corporate woman nor am I married with a kid. You uh-huh. know? So 
but I, I have seen these women, women around me all the, all the time. So many of my closest friends uh, have these lives, you know. So my mother, my sister, my cousins. I've seen so many women in India battle with this, where they're either guilty about not having worked and given up their dreams and not doing justice to themselves. Or if they've chosen the other way, they always feel that they've given everything to their work and they have nothing to give to the child and home and they, you know, they feel guilty about it. So it wasn't that tough for me at all. But, you know, as soon as I put myself in that girl's shoes, I felt her. I completely felt her. Um, and Sunday, I have to say, uh, you do, you, like you mentioned earlier, um, in terms of your roles, you are quite picky. And I, I have to, I'm a big fan of page three. Um, that looked like it was a really interesting movie to make because it was, so to speak, behind the scenes. Did, was it as much fun as it looked? Yes, absolutely. Page three was also, you know, a fun role for me to play. It was extremely tricky. But uh, because, you know, women like that are instantly disliked in India. Mm. You know, I mean, I was telling the director, I was like, oh, my God, my first shot is a cigarette in my hand and a glass of wine in the other. I'm doomed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, and he laughed and I said, you know, can I work at this? Do you want this girl to be liked or do you want her to be judged? You know, and I, he said, Sandhya, make her, make, her, make her what you want to make her. You know, I trust you. So, and, so I was fortunate that Madhu gave me freedom to make that girl be who she was, be outspoken and frank but yet not be judged and, you know, to live so uh, bravely and courageously and yet not be called a vamp, which was like a huge feat for me, honestly. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it because it was played with complete honesty, you know. So what's next for you after this? Anything, every time I plan something, it's gone to uh, nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to flow and I'm going to attract more work like Angry Indian Goddesses. And I, I'm so hopeful with the buzz that is around us in the, in the city, and the country right now that I'm just hoping that this saves the way for better work for all of us, you know, and better films that influence and aspire in the right way, really. Well, Sunday, can we just say a big thank you for talking to us here on the Raj and Pablo Show on the BBC Asian Network. Uh, we are talking about angry Indian goddesses, and we promised to bring you the actresses from that movie. Uh, Sarah Jane Dice, um, who um, she's been a winner of um, Feminine Miss India. She was on Channel V. Um, she's um, basically been doing loads of stuff, and she's one of the actresses in Angry Indian Goddesses, and she joins us on the line. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show. How are you, darling? I'm fine. I was on your guys' show last July. No, exactly, exactly. So good to speak to you again. Uh, now, Sarah Jane, so much has been said about angry Indian goddesses. Um, we spoke to Sandhya just a little while ago where she's saying that it is a movie that's empowering women and it's come out at the right time in India. Yeah, it really has. Um, I think that it's a country filled with uh, youth um, and um, these are women that we're talking about who are willing to sort of come out and explore their creativity and um, you know, just express themselves freely in whatever way possible. A lot of, lot of independent, fierce women holding down jobs, taking care of their homes, um, being responsible citizens. Um, and that's why I think that, and, and the audience in general, their mind has also been expanded thanks to the, to the sort of um, exposure to the industry right now and the kind of films that are coming out. Um, the directors and the actors are really taking chances. And um, it just goes to show that the audience is really ready to sort of lap up let's just say, different kind of scripts. So, Sirajin, what's your role in the movie? Um, so I play the role of Frida. Frida's um, a photographer. And she um, she's a commercial photographer who lives in Bombay and then moves to Goa to pursue photography as an art. Um, Frida's also the reason why all the girls come to Goa, because mm. she invites them and doesn't tell them why. 
And then I just happened to get in touch with Dilip and he's like, you know, we're doing this film. Would you be interested? So I said, yeah. And I went and met Dilip and Pan, who both just emanate light. Um, and they were just, you know, it wasn't really like an audition. It was more of a conversation about me, my life, my likes, my loves, uh, my hates, um, and what I was doing, where I wanted to go. And, you know, then the next thing I knew, they're like, oh, yeah, so you're on for the film. I was like, that's it? What, what, wait a minute. Where's my audition? Where's my script? Where's my line? <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, um, and they—I mean, you know—they're it, obviously it's um, a, a huge female cast. Was everyone kind of on the same level? Did you all kind of get on really well? Yeah, um, I know Anushka and I know Sandhya from before, um, and I, I think you know getting along with them was just really easy. Uh, but I have to say it was really easy even with the other girls because we were just all. The minute we got there, we were sort of cleansed in all our meditation and our workshops that we did for a whole 10 days before we started filming. Um, and any insecurities or any sort of baggage that we may have been carrying as human beings, let alone as actors and as um, women, we just sort of let go of. Um, and that was beautiful because then we were completely clean and fresh to absorb the characters that we were going to play without any sort of bias towards each other or the film or how many uh, lines we may have had mm. in a scene or not, or the lack of, for that matter. Now, the movie's done really well um, in the festivals worldwide. What's the reaction been in India? It's been phenomenal. Um, we've had sold-out shows. Um, a lot of people said that, you know, um, you know, haters would be haters. So we mm. had a lot of people who be like, oh, you know, you may not be able to fill screens because it's seven women. It's a really small film. Um, we're not sure, but they've just been sold out shows. I keep getting messages from the girls. We have a WhatsApp group. Uh-huh. I keep getting messages of, of screenshots of people trying to book tickets and can't because there are no seats available. Wow. And that, that yeah, it's insane. I've just, I'm so overwhelmed and so humbled by everything going on because we were so nervous. I mean, at least I was. Um, and it's just, and, and then we're getting messages just saying, mostly just saying thank you to us for making a film like this. Um, from more, and what's interesting is coming from the men as well. Really? Um, yeah, that's why I find that the most interesting part is that it's not just the girls. A lot of the men saying, you know, thank you for making something that's so real because these are the, these are this, you're showing me my my girlfriend, my my wife, mm. my father, my sister. You know, these are people who I live with, and that's who you portrayed on screen, and that's such a huge compliment. So, Jane, um, were you guys nervous? You know, in the sense, it's quite a bold, heart-hitting film portraying women. Were you nervous about the reactions? Of course, but the, you know the thing is, uh, Rajin Pablo. When we made the film in Goa, uh-huh. we didn't think beyond what we were doing on a day-to-day, on an hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute basis. We were just staying true to the moment. And sure, once we got done, and you know, um, all of that, we were we had, as everyone would, you have hopes for something that you've created, especially as an artist. But you, we, we with this film somehow we felt like our job was already done the minute we left Goa. And then we kind of, all of us sort of left it up to the universe to do whatever it well, thought it was necessary well, for this film. Well, Sarah, uh, Sarah um, Jane, it has been getting loads of great reviews and people have really, yes. really been appreciating yes. it. So can we just congratulate yes. you and say thank a big you. thank you for talking to uh, um, Raj and Pablo thank on the BBC you. Asia Network. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Thank you, Raj and Pablo. Bye-bye. Take care, darling. The wonderful Sarah Jane Dyes there and one of the stars of Angry Young God, Angry Indian Goddesses. We're delighted to be joined by Anushka Manchanda, one of the other stars in the movie. Now, she's a model, she's a singer, she's an ex-Channel V DJ and a very talented actor as well. Anushka, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show on the BBC Asian Network. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. First of all, congratulations on Angry Indian Goddesses. Everyone's going crazy about the movie, including Wahida Rahman. Yes, it's been pretty amazing, actually. Um, we've, we, when we were making the film, we knew that we were doing something special, but we didn't realize how special it was until we started showing it to people and seeing the kind of responses we were getting. I think we've, I think we've crossed borders and languages, and people from all over the world are relating to our film, and it's so overwhelming. It's and it's and it's unexpected. It's like the best. Just ever. Um, all our hard work. And uh, Anushka, tell us about uh, your character. We speak, we've speak. spoken to Sandhya and to Sarah Jane. So they've explained their roles in the movie. Exactly what does your character do? Uh, my character's name is Madhurita and everyone calls her mad. And she is, a, she is slightly mad. She's a musician, much like me. And that was really easy to do. But she's... She's very brash and confrontational, and if there's a fight, she's the first one to get into the fight. And she's um, she has she's she has a dark side to her. She holds uh, she holds some of her failure with her with her music, you know, and she keeps it with her. And and it sort of tells um, you know when she's doing other things, and you see it in the movie uh, how it plays out. Uh, but she's kind of cool. She she's. Uh, she does what she wants. She says what she wants. I, I relate to her. So um, when were you offered the role? Did you have to audition? Well, yes, actually. I mean, and if you speak to the girls, you'll realize that they were not ordinary auditions, uh, you know, not regular auditions. They were more like meetings, you know, where uh, our director, our casting director sort of had conversations with us. I think they were looking to cast women who had something to say as opposed to just people, like women who could act. And I I just got a call from a friend of mine and he said, oh, you know, so me and they're asking for your number and I'm going to give them your number and they're going to call you and whatever it is that they're calling you to do, just do it. Oh, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad I took his advice because I haven't ever done films before. So this is my first and I think it, I don't think that I will, I, I will ever work on a project like this again. Um, and uh, so uh, obviously we know you um, for your voice as well. Um, do you, does it, is this a lot different? Um, isn't it kind of like the same prep where you kind of think, OK, I've got to sing this song. I get to know the movie. Is it similar? Uh, here's the movie. This is the character. Absolutely not. You know, I, this is why this is, this project has been so special for me because, and for all of us, in fact, uh, because we we sort of help to write our characters, and we're very. I'm very emotionally vested in this film. I mean, I I feel like I a little bit of my soul is in this film because of the kind of uh, um, you know the kind of uh, contribution that we all had as as actors and as as just as regular Indian women, you know, in this film. And, Usually, with the with the film song, you get called in. You're like, here's the here's the lyrics. This is the, this is the melody, and you know, you go behind the mic and you remote and you you're done. This is so much more than that. You know, it's very very special. And what was it like? Well, you know, it's an all women set. Were there, were there rivalries? Were there cat fights? 
You know, it was actually pretty. I I don't know how they pulled it off <laughs> because, it's, because they had a. Uh, I mean, we had workshops, you know, very intensive workshops for two weeks before we actually started shooting even our first shot. So we were meditating together, uh, breathing exercises, yoga, doing you know uh, acting exercises, trust building exercises. And they kind of broke us all down, you know. Mm. I mean, we started out as strangers, but because we were doing these intensive workshops together, we created this bond. And and eventually, it. I mean, even now, even today, it's been like it's been a year and a half, you know, since we shot the movie. We still feel like that about each other. We have each other's backs, you know. We're always always standing up for each other. And the thing is, we understand that no one is perfect and we, we all have our flaws and we all have our problems, but we accept each other for it and we love each other for it. And we know exactly when to give uh, each other space. <laughs> Anushka, very quickly before we finish, I just want to ask um, your singing career. You've recorded a song with Preetam. Yes, uh, it's called Manma Emotion. It's actually just come out now. Uh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, and and I have a I have a release. I mean, in in this film, this film even it's even all the most special for me because there's a song uh, in Angry Indian Goddess Goddesses called Zindagi, mm-hmm. which is a song that I actually wrote a couple of years ago, and now it's in the film and I'm singing it in the film. So for me, this is like the first time that's ever happened, and I'm so glad that it was this project and 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 you know over anything else. Uh-huh. Uh, Anushka, can we just say a big thank you for talking to us here on the BBC Asian Network? How fantastic that this movie seemed. I can't wait to get it. I do hope they release it in the UK soon. Now let's get the lowdown from Mumbai with Salil Acharya. Hey Salil, how are you doing? I'm brilliant and even I love Janam Janam. I love the song. It's a lovely haunting track, isn't it? Oh, you're a romantic as well then. I <laughs> <laughs> will talk. Like melodious tracks, yeah. It's talk- all coming out now. Talking about romance, um, is there trouble in paradise with Katrina and Rambir? You know, absolutely. And, and I think this is the first time that this young generation, you know, so Rambir and Rambir and Katrina, Deepika, they've been very vocal and open about their relationship, you know, and it's been happening for quite a while now. And I think what's happened in the last one month is rattled Katrina to the extent where she didn't turn up at the Tamasha party. And it's not like she was shooting. She was shooting for an advertisement uh, less than five kilometers away. She could have easily come. She chose not to come. B, you have articles by Deepika that have been publishing, have been published in, uh, in various magazines about how Ranbir Kapoor and she first started dating. Now, why would you publish articles now about when they first started dating? Because they're not even dating anymore. Mm. Secondly, the film is already released. There's no post-publicity that's happening. Plus, they've been very close and they've really been talking a lot about each other. So, Katrina is really not happy at all. And in fact, she's actually vocally said in an interview recently that my lover's choices have to be his own. But eventually, I hope that they make the choices that I'm also happy and okay with. And I think this was the only choice that she was talking about. I don't think she's comfortable at all with Katrina working with Ranbir, uh, with uh, Deepika working with Ranbir. So, what is actually going on? Has romance rekindled? I don't know if the romance has been kindled, but they're so comfortable with each other, even the chemistry in the film, mm. even in real life. I think, you know, somewhere around, it's not been that many years also. You know, it's only been a couple of years and they're still very young. I think it can always happen. And when very attractive individuals are together, you never know. I, uh, you know, your partner will have doubt. I mean, we wouldn't go to our ex's parties, would we? 
not when they're just a year and a half old. And here these people mm. are, you know, doing a film together, promoting together. So it's a little bit tough, isn't it? <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd I hear what you're saying, though. <laughs> um, now, Hate Story 3, India only release. Um, um, lots being said about it. Um, we're talking about it on the show because um, everyone's loving it. Now, is it proving that, once again, sex is the biggest seller in India? Yes, as I've always said to you, the story's not great. The acting is below par. It doesn't matter. The bodies are selling it and it's got a bigger opening than Tamasha. Let's put it this way, yeah? It's wow. got almost 10 crores on the opening day. Has one of the top 10 biggest openings of 2015. Has opened in 2,700 screens. Will probably have a 50, 70 crore weekend. And I'm shocked. Uh, actually, just a little bit. Because uh, I thought it'd probably break every box office record that existed in India. But that's what India is all about. <laughs> So, you know, if everyone says that we should make the 100 crore films and they argue with, people argue with me about Tamasha saying that I sold myself to the devil. But I keep saying this again and again. This is 90% of India's population. They want to see masala in the Hindi cinema. This is what they get. And eventually now the distributors, producers, everyone is happy. So not having a success party on a Monday, I think Saturday evening is a success party already. Wow. So wow. It's fabulous. So does this see the comeback for Zareen Khan? Is she in the running again? See, I, I don't think any of the hit story franchises or any of these sex comedies, or in this case, a sex thriller, has ever resulted in them getting a lot of work. It's the franchise that really benefits, whether it's Pyar Ka Panchnama, which was a great franchise, but we talk very openly about, you know, sexuality, whether it's a hit story franchise, Pauli Dam or Sabine Chawla did not really get work. So I don't know whether they'll get work. Even the Mastis are the franchise, I mean, the Grand Masti, hmm. the girl didn't get any work after that, you know? But... The franchise uh, benefits. So I think in this case, here the franchise will benefit. I don't see them getting too much work there because their acting capabilities were still not up to mark. Uh, now, the Dilwale team were all in full force in London. Um, but we're hearing rumours that Varun Dhawan has been reprimanded by Shahrukh Khan because, um, what, is he constantly being misquoted? You know, so a couple of days back, the first thing he did was talk about how uh, it, it, Dilwale is all about him. And he was misquoted on that by a very popular magazine, Tava, in which Shah Rukh Khan actually, actually had to tweet to say that there was uh, a lot of misquoting and misrepresentation happening. Varun's a very good friend of mine. He says, from the time I came into student of the year, I've always spoken my mind. And now I'm being constantly misquoted. So even when he said, I want to do Dharan Bazigar, he said, because Shah Rukh Bhai is so great, that's why I want to do his films. But they cut out the first part and they're just putting second half of the sentences. So he's getting very stressed. I met him in the morning today, mm-hmm. just as we speak, a couple of hours back. And he's saying, I don't know why everyone's after my life. So, you know, he said, like, Dilwale is like an inception. He didn't really mean it. But it became, like, a headline everywhere and people have got after him. So, he's a little worried about what to say now. And he's saying, I don't want to be like that because I'll be scared. So, uh, well, you know, somebody's got to give him a bit of a PR exercise because now he's become a superstar. He can't do anything about it. But any publicity is good publicity. That's what we think, don't you? I guess, but you know, it does stress out individuals. He's a very real and natural yeah. individual. You've met him, you know. He's lovely. And he's not happy with the way it's being portrayed because he's saying, I'm the last person who could be involved in any controversy. And sometimes when there are bigger stars involved, you know, so you never know, yeah. Maybe Shah Rukh could get a little bit upset by him constantly making, you know, Manika Sharabat used to do this. Every artist who was with her used to feel upset because they used to think she was doing it purposely uh, by trying to get headlines. And I don't think Varun is ever trying yeah. to do that, but mm. you never know, yeah. So, um, the other person that we like, I'm putting this trouble in paradise between Rithik and director Ashutosh Gwarkar because of Mohan Jandaro. What's happened? Six months delay already happened because of Rithik had an injury and, you know, various things were happening and it's a very tough shoot. Now, I have friends of mine who are on that shoot, you know, because it's a very large star cast. Mm. They were telling me there are constant discussions before 
some crucial scenes and that should not happen on a set. And Rithik and uh, and Ashutosh Gharakar aren't looking eye to eye on a number of things. And that's why this film has taken so long to make. And the last time they made it was absolute poetry with Jodhar, but it was beautiful. So this time I think they're trying to make Jodhar even better because of the heat and various other things. I think tempers have been on a little bit of a nice edge on this one. So we'll have to wait and see whether Ashutosh and Rithik will ever be working again after this one because A, it's cost a lot of money, B, it's taken a long time to make. Well, Salil, can we just say a big thank you for talking to us? Salil Acharya, they're giving us his opinions about what's been going on in the world of Bollywood. Salil Acharya there, I can't believe that Katrina and Ranbir are having so much difficulties. Can you? Now, don't forget, you can listen again in full. bbc.co.uk slash Asian Network. Catch us live next Saturday from 10am to 1pm. Just keep being bollytastic and keep downloading everything that we do on the BBC Asian Network. Bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.